Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Don't you forget about me. Don't, 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 don't you forget about me. So today we are going to be talking about The Breakfast Club from the mind of John Hughes. So if you shrug his shoulders. <laughs> um, do you remember that film, Weird Science? You know the you know what the Bastille song uses that sample of the so oh, what little mania. I just like to do first. first. What you yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That weird woman that appears. Yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah, they make it out of the computer. It reminds me like of mannequin kind of thing now, thinking about it. Uh-huh. I've seen a lot of things lately with these weird women cropping up, and it's like, why don't weird men just appear? Well, no, not weird. <laughs> like, good-looking men just appear out of nowhere. But yes, I do know what film you're on about. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he's worked on that as, as well, and I think we have had a part in the Home Loan I'm interested. Well. Which part? Uh, he was the writer on it. Home Alone 1? I think and, and 2 as well. So. Ooh. so there you go. Interesting to know. <laughs> but before we get too deep into the episode, we have a couple of podcast promos to share with you. And we hope you enjoy and go check out their content. Definitely do. Like, Don't just like think, oh, we're not going to bother. Because, you know, we wouldn't recommend these people if we didn't think they were worthwhile. So, there you go. <clears throat> hear ye, hear ye, the dishonorable widow Abigail will now speak. Attention all weirdos, losers, rednecks, white trash, aliens, outcasts, outliers, sluts, whores, gangsters, thugs, poors, and anyone else who the world and society don't care about. I have a podcast for you. Come join me at the Manic Pixie Weirdo where we talk about all the different kinds of relationships we have in our lives. From movies to math and suicide hotlines to sex. Join us every Saturday for a new episode featuring yours truly and other smarter folk. We need you and we want you with us. So come join us at the Manic Pixie Weirdo where we accept, respect, and value you. Listen on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh yeah, be kind and stay weird. In a world... Where knowledge is king, two men will strive to... (coughs) Oh, sorry about that. We're 100 Things We Learned From Film, the podcast that takes a different subject movie each week and tries to learn 100 things, hence the funny title. I'm Mark. And I'm John, and my favourite thing I've learned so far is that chickens have pea crystals. Which yours? Do you know the mosquito in the original Jurassic Park is the only type of mosquito that doesn't actually suck blood? So in this case, no blood, no dinosaurs, no film. So that's us, 100 Things We've Learned From Film. 
check us out wherever you get your podcasts every Monday. As I say, we're talking about the Breakfast Club today. We are? Yeah. Quite a light-hearted one. And quite a short run time as well, to be fair. Perfect short film for me. Yeah. <laughs> Just enough for Sophie's attention span uh-huh. to still be with us. <laughs> did you think it had enough engaging content to for the runtime, or do you feel like it needed more? I don't feel like I needed more. Mm. Kind of predictable. I kind of could see what was going to happen the way it did and the way it led up, but I wasn't disappointed that that's the way it went. I think you get really good character development within this film, which I love. A lot of angst, though, isn't there? <laughs> Well, I don't know, to be fair, if you were like that when you were a teenager or not, but... I don't think I was that way out, no. Not that stroppy. I mean, we all <laughs> go through those stages, I'm sure, but... I know, Um, I was quite... I had, like, my terrible twos. I was like a gremlin. Like, my grandma didn't even look after me. Whereas my teens, I was a bit more mellow. I would... mm-hmm. wasn't so, oh, I hate the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Proper emo. Yeah. out for me. I tried to be emo, but didn't succeed very well. <laughs> But from the, the get-go when the the film opens up over the, the credits, you threw a curveball at me with the obviously the, the main s- song that's kind of like the when you think, when you hear this song, you, you, I guess you associate Breakfast Club with it. Well, no, yeah. I don't. Yeah, but <laughs> I do now, do now but, yeah, but I didn't initially. Yeah. So the, the band Simple Minds who wrote Don't You Forget About Me, which I was... Singing brilliantly, or trying to at the beginning. <laughs> I'm sure you could have done that better. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're like, oh, this sounds like David Bowie. Well, no, I'm pretty adamant it was. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it's not. But then you, I knew it wasn't, but I'm thinking, but then you make me think, oh, maybe it was, he wrote it or something. It was kind of like a, somebody had some influence on it. And then I completely forgot about it. There was like a quote that comes up that says, from David Bowie. So I'm like, oh, God, this is like, like I'm a, I've missed a trick here, like. Is he, is he had some production involved in this or something? But um, we looked into it and we're like, before the film even started, we had to like pause and had to be like, right. I, to I was proper like, I must be right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really adamant. Um, but the, the, the tune is supposedly based on a David Bowie song, Speed of Life. Played and it was like you say it sounds like it. kind of a guess if you listened hard enough and thought yeah kind of those notes kind of fall into place I suppose but um but I didn't know that the the band's name Simple Minds was from a David Bowie song which was Gene Genie so learned something there I didn't know so you're welcome so my little bundle yeah. of like oh that's David Bowie yeah. and being ill educated. Has helped you be educated. Yeah. I also do it really, really badly, don't I, with the Beatles and Mama, Mamas and Papas? Yeah, yeah. And now I just do it when I know it's Mamas and Papas. I just yeah, say, I never is know it the Beatles, you... just to wind you off. never know if you've been genuine or that's the thing. <laughs> well, normally if it's on Spotify, I look and I'm like, oh, it's Mamas and Papas. And then I'll yeah. go, is this the Beatles? That's <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, but to be fair, you used to say like anything that was any 60s Influence band was just the Beatles. Well, to be fair, it, pretty much most of them were. <laughs> <laughs> so there is that before we even start the film, and then we have the whole thing of the all the kids pulling up to outside the school. Yeah, for detention. Have you ever been in detention? 
I guess there was a time where I did sort of do detention after school. It wasn't even really my fault. Oh, give over. It must have been. No, no. Don't ever... There's always a reason for fault somewhere within you. You can't just go, no. oh, I'm innocent. It's not my fault. It's your fault. You, oh, you were hanging was, around with was... wrong people then. <laughs> Alex. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? Oh, I can't really remember, but I know it was something like sort of stupid. Like I was just laughing about something in class, and then the teacher caught me and some other people laughing, and then it's like, "All oh, right, you all staying behind and doing lines." How long did you have to stay behind for? Well, just the after school thing. I don't know. It was maybe an hour or something. I don't the know. The reason why I'm asking is I've never been in detention. Why does that not surprise <laughs> me? <laughs> Little halo above my mm. head. I was a good girl at school. Just did as I was told. <laughs> did my homework. Well, yeah, but, but well, yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me that you didn't not do. But I've never, obviously, never been kept after going to go into school on a weekend. No, true. So that's... I have. What? I had to go into school on a weekend to help paint and decorate <laughs> the school. Really? Yeah. That's almost like detention itself. Well, no, because it was more like a volunteered thing. Yeah, you're a sucker then. <laughs> well, it did need painting. I enjoyed painting. But it did, was a uh, so, so, how much did you have to paint? What What were you painting? Like a classroom or something? Well, we had a new Open building. And... <laughs> Slave labour, this is. on my own, though. Well, to be fair, bless it, it was a private school, so that makes me sound, oh, we should went to a private school. But it was a private school that didn't have much money coming okay. into it. Right. So, like, the, for example, when you had your dinner yeah. at the hall, your prefects would tidy it up afterwards, so they'd sweep the hall up once right. it'd been out, and you didn't have this magic person who worked here coming cleaning the hallway okay. up for you. Right. Okay. So it's not so glamorous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, back to Breakfast Club yeah, yeah. and the detention that Sophie never had. Yep. They get to see quite a few characters already building up with a relationship with the parents. You kind of know different kind of classes is is a main a main thing really. It's like you even get like a shot of first kid who pulls up Claire in her dad's BMW. It's obviously like oh she's well off. I didn't even notice. <laughs> it's pretty prominent. It's like the logo is like right there in front of the, the screen. <laughs> That blatant. Just designer stuff is just yeah. oblivious to me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> as long as it gets me to A to B, I don't really care what yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you, you the kids are like you just kind of get a sense of like how they are with the parents more so really. Yeah, and the reason like why they're in there or like a little bit of a talking to before, mm-hmm. like don't be doing this again, sort of thing. And then so you've got Claire who is the prom queen, Miss Popularity, which I definitely wasn't in school. Not to say I was a geeky, nerdy kind of type. I was like, don't think my character's in this film. Were you like an in-betweener? Yeah, I guess I was. I'm yeah. not, I really want to smack you for that, though, because I'm not. Like, no, no, no. By, <laughs> no, no by, by that, I mean, like, you're not, not too on the high spectrum of the social school scale, but... Not like a complete loser type of thing. So you are in between. I wasn't in between it. It's a nice middle ground. The popular people would talk to me. Right. 
I weren't like the lowest of the low okay. that couldn't possibly yeah, speak yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. But I could also speak to lower class. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I I was able to. It didn't yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. I was kind of in that group of French where it didn't matter. Yeah. Who you were friends with, you kind of were, okay. would all get along. Okay. I don't know if was like in middle ground as such because of how I am and everything be like shy and reserved. But I think you're more the geeky one. Mm. If I'm honest. Yeah. I, when I see that character, I see a little bit of you in With him. Brian. Yeah. Yeah. The geeky, shy Yeah, it's the most nice reliable of... one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that would be more you, whereas yeah. I don't think I'm a Claire. No, thank God. Am I an Alison? Yeah. Who is really introverted, doesn't speak for half of it. Yeah. Which obviously can't shut me up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm definitely not her. And... She's got a troubled home life where they ignore her. And I think that's obviously mentally scarring her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where she, then she acts out and cries for attention at any given cost. Of like, I'm going to run away. And all these other things. She's like, one of those, with... would she just cry wolf all the time? Yeah. Because she seeks that attention because she doesn't get it at home. So we've got Alison, Claire, and Brian. We've covered those. Yeah. You have got... I forgot his name, the sporty one. Andrew, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's your typical what you, American jock or... Yeah, almost, yeah. He's kind it's of... like... It reminds me of Glee, this does a little bit, which I know you're going to laugh because Glee was raving after, <laughs> after the fact. Yeah. But um, you did have Finn in Glee. You probably don't even know who no, I'm No, I don't have no idea. <laughs> his name's so mean nothing. And he's a little bit like that character where he is wanting to play up to being the sporty jock character and he likes being with his friends and being popular. But actually, he fancies somebody who's a geek. Yeah. And it's like Romeo and Juliet, or they can't possibly be seen together kind of scenario. I feel like his character story arc is probably the most prominent, to be fair, or the most developed, I feel like. It's kind of like he goes through a transformation as yes, such. Yes, he does. Really. I mean, we'll get to it, but Alison also does in her own way. But we'll, um, <laughs> Literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but he, in terms of like his, his growth and you know, his opening up and everything, he's kind of like, is the most honed in on, really. I think he grows more within the time that he's in detention yeah, compared yeah. to the others. Yes. I think Claire grows the least. I have a problem with her, Okay. So there'll be a lot of Claire hating. So I'm so sorry if anybody does like her. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the typical douche. Yeah, the one that doesn't care is not going to graduate from like oh yeah yeah pass from school and looks like a one of those bums that's not going to achieve anything because he's just slacking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you had any equivalents at your school. Probably were, but I can't really recall who they were or whatever. But, you know, just people who just pissed around all the time and just... Some people, though, I had at my uh, school, did do that and they got away with everything. Like... Did, did you... I mean, did your school have things like where um, if you got mocked around too much, you get sent to isolation? As yeah. in, like, you... you <laughs> it's um, not coronavirus, is no, it? No, no, this is way before <laughs> then. No, like a thing where, right, you have to do all your... your class work but you have to go into a, like a designated 
area within the school like a and it, but you're working alone you can't like be interacting with anybody or whatever it's kind of like you just so there's so there's no distractions for you you just have to do your work in this well, room. Who's teaching him or her where's the teacher well mostly him male people who were doing this so well i just assumed How i don't do you know, know he's going to do any work you could well, just sit there well what can you do yeah it's just the same as, as anything really isn't it but you just it's a slightly flawed system, but I'd... For your answer, no. I've never yeah. heard of that no. at all. guess you didn't have people who were messing around too much then. You were like, right, that's it. You're on your third strike or anything. I think they had to just stand at the back of the classroom. With a dunce out. <laughs> <laughs> like the old days. Well, to be fair, our school is quite archaic. Or was. Yeah. My school was. Um, it still is around, but I don't know if they do still adhere to these certain mm. rules. But... For example, when a teacher came in, mm-hmm. you weren't allowed to be seated. You couldn't just be sat. That was like not showing respect. You had to be stood behind your oh, desk. Hell. And then you would, once your teacher said you can sit, you would sit down. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, right. And the head teacher wanted to put in some, you know, the discipline of like the cane. God. He didn't get away with it, well, but that's yeah, no, what he no, wanted. No way would that fly. No. Today. <laughs> God. So maybe that's why I was such a goody two-shoes. Maybe. That's crazy. <laughs> Learn something new about me every day. So no, I haven't been to a big upper school. Mm-hmm. Mine was like a tiny, tiny school. Mm-hmm. So maybe I would have been a geek if I had gone to a normal school. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of see that we've got the teacher who is one of those that you just hate. Like he's got a problem with everybody, yeah. Yeah. And he's one of those like he thinks he's right and smarmy, cocky little thing. And it's like just because you're a teacher it doesn't mean you know it all. Like he's still got progression to learn. Like mm-hmm. figure new things out, but he just thinks he's a know it all. And he loves the fact that he's got that authority over them. Like, that gives him some some weird kick, it feels. Yeah, you can tell him whatever to do. And it's like, well, you've got to abide by that or else. Yeah. Type of thing. And it's just like... It's like threatening, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. It can get really violent um, the way that he is. So they have to be in, a, in detention for eight hours, which is longer than a work day. I only work seven and a half. And I get a break. Oh, so no, well, technically I work yeah. eight hours and yes, then I get yeah, a break. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. It's a full day. Yeah. It's a full day. Yeah. Fair enough. Nine to five, but with a like a half an hour break. Yeah. Or an hour, maybe. I don't know. Well, I should yeah. really get an hour. No. Yeah. I'd be bored. Like, okay, he asks them to write an essay. Yeah. On reflecting on who you are or something like that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, he only wants a thousand words. It's not... It's not it's not hard, is it? We well, say that, but if you've got to put a bit of thought behind it, it's... I could it's... do a thousand words because you know my sentences. <laughs> it's got to make coherent sense, though. It can't just be waffle. Uh, no, I can waffle <laughs> really well. That's what we do on this first sometimes, <laughs> I feel. But... But, yeah, so that they end up falling asleep because it's like, well, eight hours. You've got no phone back then. No, God forbid. Yeah, <laughs> you've got no. How did they cope? 
anything like a game or anything yeah. like that, like anything electronic, they've got a piece of paper and what's ever in their bag and they have to write this essay, which they end up making pro Brian do anyways, which that annoys me. Yeah, it's a bit of a cop-out, isn't it? Really? A dick move, isn't it? Like, so it's like, have you still not learned anything from the time you've been there? Especially Claire, because it's well, her that... Well, they, they claim they have, but I feel like it's not really reflective of that. But no. To, to be fair. This is what kind of like... Some people hold this in quite high regard as a film, but there's, there's, there's things like this that kind of do annoy me, because it's like, well, you, it's not really fair on... Brian, he's the one who doesn't seem to get anything out of it at the end, really. Well, no, to, because to be well, fair, so I I really feel sorry for him. He's like the because I well, mainly because I kind of relate to him, I guess, really oh. the most. Well, I but, felt sorry for Brian. He was my favorite character, mm. but maybe that's because I saw a little bit of you in him. That well, you said also my brother. Your brother, as well. he looks like yeah. your brother. Yeah, he does. Literally oh, when like he had the big poofy hair, baby Joe. Yeah, but like the. <laughs> characteristicness of them both kind of merging from you and joe i'd say you're both mm-hmm. quite yeah introverted and shy yeah and he bless him he does come out as the underdog in this i feel like well you, not you feel kind of sorry really. for him a little bit you feel sorry for him but i don't think he really gets a great deal out of it at the end he's the underdog implies that he gets the yes he gets his oh, come no, up and, yeah. yeah no literally he's the underdog but he doesn't get his come he's up. downtrodden yeah. yeah yeah he is and, and it's like i'd I wanted think... better for him yeah because you have claire who thinks she's amazing but she's not there's a lot of question like peer pressure on have you had sex and all of this yeah. which i used to hate at school because like <sighs> Why it's not the be all and end all, and once you do it, it's like, oh, is that it? Yeah, it wasn't as of, amazing as I thought it was going to be. It's a lot of pressure that's put on kids for that, isn't it? So really? much hype over something that's so scary, because well, it is for a girl. I don't know if it was for you your first time, but for me, oh it, yeah, God, it was. It's horrible. It's like you don't know what you're doing. It's nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> am I doing this right? And then yeah. somebody's entering your comfort Personal zone. <laughs> You know, and it's like, it's one of those kind of really big, big deals. Mm -hmm. So to peer pressure people, it's like, it frustrates me because I I was a late bloomer and I'm happy with that. I'm fine saying that, but I feel like when you're a teen... kids these days are now like 13 or something. God, imagine doing that at that age. Yeah, far too young to be doing those kind of, having those things on your mind and it's like, come on. I'm pretty sure I still had some Barbies at that point. (laughs) But Claire is your typical tease, though. This is the thing. This is one of the problems with it, girls like this. Yeah. They look amazing. They flirt with you like something chronic, so you think you're going to get somewhere. And then they let you down. And then sometimes that's where, not saying it's the right way, but girls can get a little bit in a sticky situation because the guy thinks they're entitled to more yeah. than what the girl actually wants to give. And I think that's Claire all over. She's thinks she's amazing. She really just does my head in. I, and I feel like she's meant to be with Andy, isn't she? Andrew, sorry. What do you mean? She's meant to be with him? Or... It seems like they're together or there's something going on. So Bender kind of implies like, oh, are you in a relationship? Or are you two screwing one another? Oh, so it right, seems yeah. like they're like prom king and queen of them two are the like, mm. Mr. Popularities. Yeah, okay. 
and he's asking these questions and she's like, no, go th- away, stop it. I think it's more just to wind her up, really, more than anything. Because I didn't know if they were actually together and then weirdly at the end, <laughs> you have this complete shift. It's certainly with... I mean, you kind of get the imp- implication that Bender and Claire will end up liking each other at the end because it's kind of like that, I hate you, I hate you more type of thing, but then it's like, uh, oh, right, we actually really do like each other secretly. I forgot that of... you have to pretend to hate one another to get in a relationship when you were younger. <laughs> I feel like really old, like, it's like if you like somebody, tell them, like, yeah. don't act like you don't like yeah. him. But the part at the end with um, Andrew and uh, Alison kind of getting together, that, for me, it kind of annoyed me because it's like I'd rather have Alison with Brian, but there wasn't that connection. That's the thing. It's kind mm. of like more just because of the fact that Andrew was, like, opening up about, oh, his, his, his parents or his dad, more specifically, is like, uh, you've got to be the the sporty one and you've got to be this is you and you've got to be you know Number muck one. around and and you know you go, go wild and loose while you're a kid and so that's why he's, he's in detention mm. because he's taped some guy's ass cheeks together that's because his dad used to do that and, and his dad puts a lot of yeah. pressure on him saying you need to be number one you've got to be best at everything and yeah. it's like imagine that like put on you at such a young age like you have to fill your dad's footsteps like, so it's like the you know the parents their their connection is that um the parents ignore Alison and, and Andrew says like yeah same with me it's like the dad just ignores why my feelings and thought that's about everything yeah so I think they've got a similar connection with it but I think but, that's that's the only kind of thing that kind of puts them together I guess and then it's like Claire like right let's go to the bathroom and get you changed and more out of these like gothic introvert that annoys clothes. me. And it's like here, look now. Now you can someone completely different, and it's like I'm beautiful now, now. You can date like, me. Wow, like and they're uh, Brian and and Andrew are like whoa, like Brian's face is yeah, so cute. Like double take, like mm. yeah, he's like oh, um, but but it does annoy me that a girl has to do that to like get a second look. Like how fickle are men? Like, does, is it literally all on appearances? Well, I wouldn't say so. No, not as me personally, I wouldn't judge someone basically solely on like how they might look on a night out or anything you know because obviously it's got like eyeliner and <laughs> you know face blush to the brim or whatever and it's like um, well is that your true so well, it might look like wow comes off. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like yeah. when you wake up the next morning and she looks like a dog next to you you know <laughs> yeah there is girls like that out there like oh. literally like they hug you and you put get makeup on your top and it's yeah. like do you need to cake it on that much? Yeah, Just it. be natural. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. It's given a wrong message of what a girl needs to look like for my personal... Mm, that's, I think that's back then... That does it might annoy have... me a little bit, really. I know it's obviously the means of, like... Yeah, it's bringing her out of her shell a little bit. And it's like, yeah, you don't have to be this reserved person. You can be someone... It's, I mean, just give yourself a little bit of pampering because this this show is dedicated to that you know like the queer eye or whatever and it's like yeah yeah I can't believe you said dropping in queer eye you're making me well happy because that's what their shows are all about isn't it? it's like you know, people who don't, don't really take good care of themselves in terms yeah. of like how they dress and everything and it's like right if you do this then it's like wow you're making me yeah. well impressed <laughs> you turn your life around almost kind of thing it's like you're a completely different person which is great it's a don't brilliant know. show. I love it to bits, and I I just want the queer eye to come over. I don't really know if I need any work doing. Probably, I would love Tan 
to do my wardrobe. And I'd want Jonathan to sort out your beard. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there is there is a show dedicated to that, but it's more you have all these different things. It's not just on appearance and then boom, yeah, you've yeah. got confidence. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It, it's not. It, it's more you have to feel good about yourself. And I can yeah. get that. Like, she might have felt good about herself mm-hmm. for putting well, a bit more self-caring, but... Yeah, she came out and she was like, what, what are you looking at type of thing? It's almost like she she wasn't really confident, was she? Because she was like... She's still wanting shocked, that acceptance like... off other people. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, 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 nothing's wrong, but it's... What annoyed me... Uh-huh. Andrew. Yeah. Did he, he semi liked her? Yeah. But she has to have a makeover to to actually. Yeah. I, I'd have been like, well, if you didn't like me when I looked like that, then tough shit, you're not getting me looking like this. Yeah, it does. It doesn't really gel with me as in terms of. It's not um, right. It's it no. doesn't feel right. But I get it because they're like, oh well, Claire obviously gets with John Bender, and it's like, oh. That's like two different bad boy classes. And, yeah, yeah. The like, good girl, good girl, bad boy. Yeah. 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 And it's like the poor guy, um, rich, posh yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. So it's like um, the notebook all over. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much high class um, female. Yeah. Lower standard, poor boy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got then your typical cliche of an introverted, shy, geeky girl, mm-hmm. popular boy. And it's like, what about Brian? Yeah, what about Brian? What about Brian? I'd date Brian if I didn't have you. Um, <laughs> if I were in school, I'd have wanted a Brian. I wouldn't have wanted a Bender. No, would I have wanted Andrew. No, no not really. And so there's no really. girl that you would have wanted there. Well, I, to be honest, it, and despite Alison's poor taste in lunch... That is thing, disgusting. Um, it was, yeah, definitely over her, over Claire. I would choose her, her over Claire. I applaud you for that. Because um, Claire does my head in. But, although, when it comes to the lunch, speaking about that, it's like, I wouldn't even entertain the idea of having sushi for lunch at that age. No, I wouldn't have even known what it or was, Or even probably. maybe a couple of years ago. But, you know, times have changed now. So it's like, and now I'd be like, oh yeah, I can just eat it, no problem. But it's she's just toity-toity, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. So that, again, that's another thing of the, the, the state of class. Mm-hmm. When they go, what have you got for lunch? And she's got this... Fancy ass food. Yeah. Um. Alison's got this bread. She takes the like the meat out of the side, whatever meat it is, processed stuff, and then she pours like sugar and then what? Shuma crisps or potato chips or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they look like that. Don't something they? crunches up and it's like, oh, that's disgusting. Andrew has like a big, like it's almost like, like a shopping cart of like. You know, I mean, it's a lot of stuff. It's like, it's way too much for lunch. But then he's a wrestler, so he needs to bulk up, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? And then Brian has, like, what, like, soup and... A peanut butter a sandwich. sandwich. And apple juice. It's so sweet. He's yeah, yeah. like, that That's... would be my lunch. Yeah, that would be mine, yeah. Like, out of all of them, yeah. I probably would have had that. Or a sandwich, yeah. so yeah. Ben didn't have any lunch, so... Which, to be fair, I think... I. I mean, obviously, the first time I saw it, really, it was kind of half expecting to be like a, a proper bully and be like, oh, just taking your food or something. I like thought that, that of Brian, but, at least he was going to take Brian's food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the way he was like asking. Yeah, him. like, oh, what have you got kind of thing? And you know, like a typical bully yeah. would do, like, oh, this looks great and I'll just take this. And, uh, but he but doesn't. No, he, he wanted so his. So fair play to him there. Dopey yeah. dope or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Instead. Yeah. 
So that's probably his food, isn't it? Yeah. But to be fair, wouldn't you need some food? And doesn't that give you the munchies? It does, yeah. So, like, wouldn't you need a snack? Mm-hmm. So, Bender, he has really hard time at home. I think they're abusive. And yeah, that's why he's, like, kind of saying he lashes out. Which, I'm not condoning this. I don't think if you chat like that at home, you should treat other people like that. You mm-hmm. should try and rise above it. And I know it's hard, but it's one of those things where... Do you really want to become your parents? That's the that's the main thing that's throughout this film as well, isn't it? It's like, are we going to be like our parents? Everything and Alison's oh, it's like inevitable type of thing. It's like it's set thing. You just that's just how it is. But we always we always kind of say that, don't we? It's like, oh, are we going to be like that evening? Not in film setting, but yeah, like in no, things. definitely. Like we always think we're always going to be better than or try and be better than what our parents had, like what their mistakes are. We try and think we can fix and go right we can do better than that but i'll try and be thinking oh well they did this well but actually i think i'd ramp it up a little bit to like 50 percent or something more than they did yeah Yeah. um but i think alison's line she did make me chuckle i did write it down Hmm. that it is inevitable and um, when you grow up um your hearts die (laughs) i just really thought that was quite an innocent line to be said like it sounded it made her sound quite childish to Hmm. me um (laughs) like if our hearts died, then we'd die. You know, we wouldn't be alive. I think it meant just more like shriveled up and just like be like not not feeling for anything like soulless. I guess you do become more immune. You build a you, harder core. Well, I would say from when I've known you initially and you've not to say like you've gone through hard stuff, but you've kind of come to realise how the world kind of is now and it's kind of like it's a lot harder than you you think it is and it's like oh my god like how how things are yeah because I think I was always wanting to people please everybody and it's not possible and it's not possible and I used to want to be liked by everybody like if somebody disliked me that would really upset me like why I'm such a nice person like I do everything Mm, right and it's just like some some people you're just not their cup of tea and it's like that's fine Mm -hmm. like I don't like my tea too strong I like it milky, and other people might might want it that way. Yeah. So you do get Bender kind of being mischievous, sneaking out. He is like the class clown. Yeah, yeah. But it does make you think, doesn't it, sometimes where he has this kind of backlash with um, the teacher. Obviously, it's Richard, and he calls him Dick, doesn't he? Yeah. Kind of like, oh, you're going to be in detention next week. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of provoking him, yeah. But then he says, no one wants to be John Bender in five years' time. And that just hit me. It's like, yeah, because your school years, people think, oh, they're amazing. They really, really do. You don't want to peak in no. high school or whatever. If you're popular in high school, it's just going to go downhill. Yeah. When you're so, actually an adult, it's better to learn so, and grow because if you've just been handed it on a plate your entire life, like everything's just come easy. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be like that asshole and like a, a tr- like a proper American jock and like yeah ooh, everything's all great Every- I'm popular I get all the girls and stuff and it's like that doesn't last forever. No, girls want a little bit more than just a good looking guy. Yeah, like yeah. you'll do for a night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know you're not going to be husband material, mm, sadly, no. unless you've got a brain. So yeah, it's interesting to think about where you would be in five years' time, in reflection to being at school. People say it's special as your life, but it's 
I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't want to go I back. I would say <laughs> definitely more. If you would say any academic thing would probably if you went to college maybe university yeah because they, they are more the friends you make for life really mm-hmm. yeah more so because you're a more established and you're a bit more grown up than you are in school and you don't have those typical cliches like you do in school really it doesn't no. feel like you have that in a college or a university environment no you seem to get not. along a lot better. better yeah so all taking drugs together Brian really shocked me in this. I didn't think he was going to do it. I thought it was going to be me. And be like, yeah, I, I, I can hold my hand up and I'm like, I haven't not done anything like that. I am such a good girl. I've got a halo around my head. I better go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be like, shit, I've wasted my life. Why didn't I try all of this if this doesn't matter? Well, not saying fa- if you have tried it, you won't, you're going to hell. Like, No, but... no. But um, <laughs> Brian, he, yeah, he did... Sh- strangely like seemed like he's done it before because he was like acting like you know like he was doing like he wasn't like <laughs> like um claire was she was like Ugh. you know like not proper smoking it properly yeah yeah he was like almost like dragging it like it's like he's he has done it before type of thing mm. i know this is wearing the shades and everything like obviously like being a character there yeah but i guess that's, that may be just because he's like showing off type of thing thing but he wasn't like spluttering or anything like that so it's kind of like a bit odd that he was like that really True, but you know what? It did remind me of you a little bit. Like what, being just... drunk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how I knew where I was going with this. Like your level of confidence yeah, just seems yeah, to no, pick up. Definitely does. Like fifty percent, like you're like, boom. Yeah. Like, I'm here, I wanna be heard and I'm I don't know what it is, yeah, but it's just just how I am. I'm glad I'm glad that's more rather be a fun drunk than a angry drunk or a sad drunk true but you can be annoying <laughs> it's like you don't talk to me literally like this all the time so like this literally this conversation here that we're having right now is probably the most paul talked to me all week because <laughs> you have to talk to me whereas like when you're drunk this is like you're like me and it's that's that's difficult <laughs> but yeah he did Brian definitely is a you drunk on drugs yeah. do you think that as well a little bit of pressure like really Brian and then Alison goes and they're like all going and it's like I know people at uni have tried me to like do you want and I'm like no you're alright mm-hmm. and they have been really persuasive mm-hmm. but I'm just a bit of a I've said no if, no. if, yeah, if I've like, said no yeah. then it's a no you know yeah you're the same with alcohol aren't you really it yeah. went back then especially anyway. if somebody pushes it on me yeah. I'm so stubborn mm-hmm. I'm like no no and even if I wanted one then it'd be like no because you want me to yeah <laughs> just for the sake of it yeah almost yeah yeah but there's another part of that when this whole smoking dope part and it's I feel like it's probably not a, a true reflection maybe it's just um reflecting Andrew's anger there's like a thing where he's obviously like jumping around the the library area or whatever and like backflips and all that stuff. And then he goes to a room and he's like screaming and the glass shatters. But I think that's maybe, I don't know, that's truly real. I think that's just more, he's just angry at... Suppressed anger yeah, at his yeah, father, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so really? it's kind of like showing that metaphorically. You then get to a point of where they're emptying all the bags out. They want to yeah. see what's in your bag. Yeah. 
It's yeah. like at the moment, if it, somebody saw my bag, they'd just think, God, she's a clean freak. Um, <laughs> pretty much with the C word around. But obviously you get Claire, Claire's bag. It's just lipstick, makeup, yeah, yeah. all this stuff that yeah, pretty yeah. girls would carry yeah. in their bag. Yeah. And I think obviously it's just then Alison's like, do you want to see my my bag? Because obviously just... I think this is with Andrew and um, Brian. And then she's got literally everything that she needs, like underwear. Yeah, she's done about this thing about being just run away from home type of thing. She's got everything with her at all times. And I've things. got a problem with this. First of all, don't run away from home because you don't have a job, you don't have money, and you're yeah. going to be on the street. And you're going to get cold and probably die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> second of all, I'm sure you should have somebody there to be able to support you and go to. But crying wolf saying you're running away. If you want to run away, run away. Don't just... But you just said don't do it. But no, but don't just go, oh, I'm going to run away for attention. If you generally need to run away, then you'd have done it by now. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. just say it just for people to pity you. Yeah. So then you get to a point of where you're more... Like we said about Andrew, his development within it. So obviously he starts to open up. Explains why he's in detention, yeah. and obviously we've said about them kind of basically abusing this poor guy in the locker room, mm-hmm. taping tape to his bottom, which is gonna hurt, especially if they're as hairy as your you are. Yeah, like that's gonna. Well, it's okay. like a wax in his bottom, pretty much. <laughs> On reflection, he's so like really upset and crying about it. Because it's like it's yeah, it's how humiliating it would be to mm. be which well, for it the is, other guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like how do you say sorry to that? Like he does say that, doesn't he? Because it's like yeah, What's your excuse? Like yeah. why what's your reason for doing that? Because my dad said it would or implied that it would be a good idea to do for a bit of a laugh and it's like that this is how these things happen, what they think mm. from bullies in school thinking, Oh, this will be funny. Because, I mean, Andrew seems like he hasn't got as bad of an upbringing as he, um, Bender does, you know, like abusive father and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But that's how normally things are, isn't it? You don't get the attention at home, so parents lash out at you in your home life, so they have to take out on somebody else at school to make you feel a bit more superior, which is kind of a sad situation, really. It is, and you can tell he feels remorseful for it, and he feels guilty for mm-hmm. what he's done. And it's like, well, actually, Bender's not... Yeah, Bender goes around being an absolute dick about everything, but he's not actually hurting anybody. He might with his words, but he's not physically hurting anybody. Not that we know of, no. He's just slacking off, really. Yeah, and the most part. being very honest with everything he says. Yeah. He's, not, he's got no filter. No, um, of, <laughs> of what should I say and what shouldn't I say. He just bleh, and it's out there. And you do think, God, like, this is the things that can actually damage you, like your younger self to then when you're older, having these impacts of like, what look what parents can do. So the same for Brian, poor little guy. I've never been an A-star student, never. I've worked my bloody hardest, but yeah. <laughs> I'm never an A-star student. <laughs> I got C's and D's in my GCSEs. I got a D and R, and I really thought that that was a solid, like I was going to get a C. I actually needed... And this is quite apt because it's like A-levels at the moment and GCSE mm. results. Yeah. I needed four GCSEs above C-level, like yeah. minimum Cs, to get into college. Do you know I only got three? But because I was a nice person, they actually took me on anyways. So really, I shouldn't have even got into college. 
what do you mean by you were a nice person? Did you go went, pretty please? I went for an interview with them and I spoke oh, to right. the person. Okay, you just convinced them. No, what? they interviewed me prior. Um, oh, okay. To my grades, and then, uh, it, was, then it was like right okay. based on my grades if I should should be able to be getting into it. Okay. But I rang up and went. I really would love this course, but I've only got three C's. Does that mean I'm not accepted? And basically they said, don't worry about it at all. Okay. So just so you know, grades don't, I shouldn't say this when we have a child, she's like, mummy, you said grades don't mean anything, but they don't. Like, do you use half the stuff you learn in school apart from writing English? Yeah, yeah. And doing a bit of maths? Exactly. And I've been funny, but when was the last time you used any algebra in your life? Nothing. Tell me how to do my taxes. Yeah. Tell me how to do 20% of things. That's all I need to know. Yeah, percentages, you know, divide plus multiply, all that stuff. Yeah. Why do I need to know my times table? I can just do it on a calculator. Why do I need to recite it? Just tell me what a percentage is so when 50%'s off, I know how much I'm getting off on summer. These are the only things you need, though, to get by. <laughs> like, okay, science, yeah, brilliant if you want in a scientist career. Yeah, yeah. What Specific you... fields, yeah, of course. But What have you kept from science, apart from cooking? That's the only science I would say I do. Well, was that not a home economics? To me, that's science, because okay. the fact that it you can create a liquid and it can go into a solid. Right, okay. Very basic <laughs> science. Though. Not like um, not astronomy <laughs> or anything like that. Those kind of things. Are no. <laughs> particles. <laughs> but, but yes, Brian... Is he's so worried about having to be the best in his grades and it's like he can't accept anything lower than a well A basically pretty much from his parents is like on these on such a high pedestal for getting the best grades. It's like I can't accept anything less than that. And he gets an F. For this thing he makes in shop class or something. <laughs> yeah. An elephant. Which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> like not the fact of making an elephant lamp, but I'd like that. But just just because it wouldn't work, it's like well, it failed. Like, sure, well, the base principle. I know, but it's not like necessarily like well, you can you know give you a bit more time or something. It's like outright, just yeah, you you failed it. I don't know. It's just it just seems a bit extreme to just. Well, just, if he didn't complete the test in time, would you say he failed that? Probably. So isn't that the same thing of not being able to make a lamp? Just because it's shop doesn't mean. I and I think know. that's where Bender gets a little bit like, well, why did you think you'd even be good at that? So they have a bit of a spat, don't mm. they, then? And oh, this bit makes me so sad. This bit really makes me hate Claire. So, bless him, Brian. He's like, now I think we're all friends. We've been yeah. together eight, near enough near enough eight hours. Yeah. And Teacher hasn't been to check on us in a while, but yeah. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah true. Yeah. And I want to know what's going to happen on Monday. Are we still going to be friends, friends on Monday? Yeah, yeah. First of all, if they're friends, you shouldn't have to ask that question. Well, yeah, but he doesn't really know he's testing the waters, isn't he, really? Which, is, to be fair, I'd probably be asking the same question. It's like, well, what are we guys now? Because it's like, you want to check that you're just not going to be like, if you tried, go, hey, Claire, or whatever, and then, like, completely blank, and, and they're just, like, more heartbreaking, isn't it, really? And I guess it's for more of a story point for us, the viewer, to understand, like, what's what's going to occur well, we knew, I knew straight away that Claire wasn't going to be because yeah. she values her popularity over a yeah. human being and that's yeah. an issue. Yeah, yeah. 
she's very selfish, very self-orientated, couldn't be seen with Brian because it would lower her standards. And bless him, even Andrew was saying that might be the case as well for him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Brian, he has friends, but they would accept the popular ones in anyways. Yeah. And Alison has no friends, so it wouldn't matter yeah, anyways. Yeah. But see, the thing that I could see that Brian and Alison would hang out after the fact anyway. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Even Bender, I feel like they could hang, all three could hang out. I, d- I don't know about him, to be fair, but he I might I think just not be with bit... his other friends. He'd then kind of flip between yeah, the two. Yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. But obviously, you're too popular ones, like, got a reputation to... To uphold, yeah. Yeah. So, it does seem to kind of shift a little bit. Because it's getting to a point of where they say, no, we won't be friends. But then you get the scene where you can see Claire's quite liking Bender. And obviously, Alison gets a makeover. Yeah. And we're coming towards the end now, aren't we, really? Mm-hmm. Where, bless him, you just you see a bit of a more confidence, badass Brian walking out on his own. He's got yeah. nobody by him. He reminds me of um, Sam. From Lord of the Rings, like right. he's that. Even though Sam does get somebody, it's just that lovable character that you just like. You just want to mush his little cheeks and be like, "Oh, I just want life to be good for you." I really don't care for Claire and Bender. I feel like they're a dick of a couple. To be fair, like I wouldn't want to hang around with them. It's, it's like I said before about how you kind of see that's going to be the case of the bad boy gets. The good girl type of thing and it's, it all comes around really but it's kind of like it still doesn't feel justified really in a sense really just for considering how much half the film they were literally going at each other verbally and it, it, it didn't really feel like a great deal of development came from from that really it was kind of just almost it did seem almost like shoehorned in at the end it's like oh like now i like you now type of thing she, yeah, she and it's and more so. like spiteful towards mummy and daddy than it might be actually generally liking. Yeah. It's perhaps. like, a, oh, I want a bad boy and he'll do this, this and this and, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah. I've got this rich girl that can give me an ear piercing that I can put in my ear. Yes, exactly. And even with Alison and Andrew, it's like, how long is this going to last really? Is he just going to kiss her on the Saturday and then on Monday completely ignore her? You know, yeah. Because it, it's left, isn't it? Yeah, it's open-ended. Would, would you have wanted to know, like, uh, I mean, it'd be a bit late in the day to be doing it now. Maybe <laughs> Peep it off. Like, where are they now type of thing. <laughs> like a, 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 a sequel of sorts or like a oh, You mean like what they did with um, Friends Cobra Reuni- Kai or something? Friends Reunion or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something like that. No, not really. I just want to know where Brian is. Did he... Did he actually get, get yeah, did yeah. he get a wife or what, what what happened for Brian? Right. Don't care about the rest. No. Do you remember the what Brian writes for his essay that he, he writes for everybody? No. No. I do think it's quite good the way he words it, but the end I can just remember that there's like a criminal, there's Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll read it out for you if you want like the, the whole thing. It's not very short essay anyway it's not a thousand words is it no it's definitely not (laughs) failed there (laughs) so says dear mr vernon 
We accept the fact we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it is we did wrong. But we think you're crazy for making us write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete, a basket case, a princess and a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. So we know who the brains are. But it's implying that they all have a bit of that in them. Oh no, Brian's the brains. Basket case is Alison. Yeah, yeah. Princess is Claire. Claire yeah. Athlete is Andrew. Yeah. Criminal, in my head, is Bender. Yeah. Like, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. There's no princess in Bender, is there? The, the earrings, does it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what the the essay says. That they all have that little bit of it in them, but it that's more that is more defining them as they are as the as it's as it's written. It's just classed well, they as... technically are all criminals because they ended up having to do. <laughs> yeah, so. But that's I guess that's trying to like the end message of it being like well, the teachers or people just assume that's that's what you are and you can't change. Whereas I think the ending is supposed to imply that it's they have changed and grown in this time, but mm. I don't feel like it comes across that strongly, really, for the most part. I definitely think people can change, and I definitely think people can be whoever they want to be. Yeah. However, much growth and development within eight hours is hard-pressed in a normal day life. Yeah. And I think the only person who has actually probably learned the most from it would be Andrew probably yeah definitely um maybe Brian just for the fact of his confidence level he seems to have increased and realized that getting an F isn't the end of the world yeah I feel like them two overcome a little bit Andrew more than Brian yeah Alison still going home still getting ignored but at least she's getting attention from a boy for now and then really I don't know what Claire and Bender learned no. Apart from probably the she's he's, he's gonna, gonna be pop a her cherry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's probably about as far as that will go, really, to be honest. Probably. Until she's pregnant and then then she'll be crying the ponytail. Yeah. I think you did ask me why was it called the Breakfast Club? Yeah, because it's not like they had breakfast. <laughs> they had lunch. Yeah. Like Breakfast Club is a thing in the UK, isn't it, where you actually go and get toast and jam and yeah, yeah. Milk or something. Yeah, and, and like if your parents school. are working early yeah, yeah. and you yeah. need a lift to school prior. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know why it's called Breakfast Club yeah. because it's a tension club. Yeah, so according to the IMDb trivia page, the film's title comes from the nickname invented by students and staff for detention at New Trier High School, the school attended by the son of one of John Hughes's friends. Thus, those who were sent to detention were designated members of the Breakfast Club. So it's just just a, a term that was coined by somebody, but it doesn't really... No relevance to us, is that? No, I don't think it's, it doesn't really specify really any, any further than that, really. <laughs> but there you go. That's At least we know now, out. I guess. There's a reason behind it, but if it's a strong enough reason for me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I beg to differ. Yeah. 
Right, okay, so I'll go first with scoring this time. It helps, I think I've got a score, so I don't, so people don't just think I'm going with Paul, letting him go first, being swayed, okay. I'm not. Okay. I think I've got one in mind, I just wanted to see yeah. your point of view first. Um, It's not going to be a particularly high one, to be fair. I've seen this quite a few times now. It's definitely, a, certainly an easy-ish watch, yeah, really. It's a coming-of-age story that's fairly straightforward. But the messages it's trying to convey and everything kind of get lost on me a little bit in terms of, like, I don't see any real development between the characters that's going on and everything. And it's other than Brian, really, because I can relate it to him the most. I really gel with any of the others as such, mm -hmm. really. And I feel like some of the, the outcomes aren't really justified for the most part. So, I think we're in a new era now where this doesn't doesn't gel as much as it might have been back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the film was set in the eighties, so there's that. Yeah, obviously, there's different with technology and stuff now. So it'd be a different story altogether, really, if it was more modern retelling. But which is kind of you know like certain films that like even they're almost timeless because the, you know you can relate to those themes that they've got running through yeah. it even to a modern day standard you could like, oh yeah that, that still rings true but i don't know i don't this doesn't feel like this ages that well i guess perhaps mm -hmm. and it's not i wanted you to see it really more to see like how you were related because it's almost like a not a, not so much a feminine it's a little bit like but, a rom-commy kind yeah, of teenagey drama. drama yeah that's why i kind of wanted you to see it and see what you thought about it really more so it's not one I feel particularly strongly about even from when I first saw it and a couple of times since then it's like and, and yeah try and watch it but it's not terrible like oh I can't possibly watch this anymore but it's it's just okay so something you can have on in the background and not really yeah, have to yeah. give too much attention to it that sounds horrible doesn't it no yeah yeah it's obviously very quotable and stuff there's a lot of Themes that are very memorable in this, the song, Don't You Forget About Me, is well known. That's all I, I can think about when I hear that song, I think of this film. So it's going to be, put it at 6.5. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Slower than me. Not by much, but okay. yeah. So I think I agree with quite, you've got quite a solid background of why you, mm -hmm. you're scoring it the way you are. Mm-hmm. I think for me as a first watch, I do love a teeny drama. I used to love Liz McGuire. I used to love Liz McGuire movie. So stuff like that. It's like I've always been a kind of teen, teenage yeah, I remember, drama. I remember watching that show, actually, I think. <laughs> it, was okay. it, was okay. it was okay. Yeah. yeah. And even then to the point of Glee, which is the typical more modern-aged version of Breakfast Club without detention. Uh -huh. um, you've got your populars and everything like that. Yeah. So I do quite like a school drama i guess but it just felt i don't know if i'm aging i just didn't feel like we're all aging so <laughs> just didn't feel as genuine with the times now i guess as it would have done back in the 80s mm -hmm. there is only one lovable character and that's the reason why he's getting a little bit more i think if brian wasn't in it for me i would find it a little bit more irritating yeah definitely yeah he really does play a good part and he's lovable Everyone else, I don't really care. Like, I'd like to see how is Brian doing five years later. 
and the rest of them don't even need to be in it for me. Okay. Just because he's such a lovely person. So... So in spin-off TV shows, yeah. it's Brian. <laughs> I don't know why straight away the dog from Family you Guy just put, popped into my head. <laughs> and I think that's kind of where it is left. It's light-hearted. It's one of those things you can put in the background. It is quite good with the storytelling. And it does keep you on your toes because you don't know why people are in detention or how the characters are going to act. And they do have a good development of character building, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah. I love a good character build. And that's literally all this movie does. Because really, to be fair, they're only in one place. The location, yeah. 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 Which is hard to keep you occupied and entertained. So the dialogue is pretty solid because that's the only thing. There's no fancy backgrounds changing mm-hmm. or anything like that to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Is generally you have to fall in love with them or hate them. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could argue also thinking about the fact that the, with the the because obviously the like in the teens there's the mood swing aspects to to throw in there with how they can go from that that the love hate way about things you know like turn on a screw with how the the woman the snapping at one another and then it's kind of like all more calm and mellow. Thing, but yeah, and as well, to be fair, it's one of those things, isn't it? When you're a teenager, you love them and then you hate them. Yeah. The next minute. Yeah. Literally, like emotions are up and down. Mm-hmm. So for my score, I would say seven point five, but that one higher score is Brian. Well, point five. Well, you did six. Did you just six point five? Yes, I did. Yes, I did seven point five, so it's just one. Okay, so I just I thought you meant it was going to be a seven, but because of. It was 0.5 because of Brian. No, no, full point for Brian. Okay. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I did think you were probably going to probably like it a bit more than me, really. Yeah. But I didn't know if... It's more tailored to my liking. Not as much. Yeah, it's, it, I feel it's definitely more of a... For the females, I suppose. Well, that's just know. a cliche. But um, no, I know I've been sense. kind of nattering you for this one, going, what's The Breakfast Club? Yeah, yeah. I want to watch The Breakfast yeah. Club. That sounds nice. And then you're like putting something else on. And I'm like, why have you put this on? I'd much <laughs> rather watch something a little bit lighthearted. And it really was. So I enjoyed Speed last episode, didn't you? That wasn't lighthearted, though. It was good, though, wasn't it? It was good, yeah, yeah. So definitely go check it out. I love how you popped that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Getting good at that, aren't you? So I think that's everything, isn't it? Um, yeah. Um, just the last little thing that... Um, happened obviously before literally just before we started recording this we we're watching episode of bob's burgers and there happened to be an episode where they were <laughs> the 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 characters were going to right, detention on a saturday and it's like and they had even like a obviously like a some kind of tribute to the don't you forget about me music playing as well and thing obviously it wasn't quite the same no, themes but... as, as what was when they were in the, the detention it was something to do with fashion or something but it was like it's like oh my god this is so weird we're so, just about so just about to record an episode this we finished before we... and the fact that it was literally it's not like we searched through it was the, just the next episode of, the of bob's yeah. burgers that was we've we've been watching because we do quite like yeah, it don't we sh- it's a good show yeah 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 haven't seen it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that is everything now so we'll go to the plugging of you know where you can find us which is on apple podcasts spotify 
Podbean and wherever else you make a podcast from. And we are on social media on Twitter and Instagram under handle SP underscore film viewers. So if you want to go and have a listen to any other prehistorical <laughs> archived <laughs> um, podcasts of ours, um, Please be mindful the earlier years were probably a little bit ropier than we, we were yeah. now. But you, you live and you learn, don't you? We do. But, but I'm proud of what we've done in, in total, really, and then we're getting on to 100 episodes. can't enough. believe we've been committed enough so go, to keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Also, rate us and recommend us on um, Apple Podcasts as well and Podchaser and anywhere else that does podcast reviews that would be very much appreciated and as always if you'd like to donate to our little cause there's our buy me a coffee page on the show notes and all on our social links pretty much you can find that so yeah also um if obviously cash is a little bit tight um even if it's just leaving us a comment um advising us on some films to watch that would be much appreciated. Um, any feedback or reviews or anything like that, we truly appreciate. So thank you all for your support. Yep. Anything that you might think, oh, before the year's out, let's have them review such and such. And what should we review on our 100th episode? I don't even know if Paul I knows. I have, <laughs> I have a plan. <laughs> but yeah, no, anything in the lead up to that would be thing because there's, there's still a few gaps that I have in mind that need filling from for, for that. So, yeah, we've got yeah. a bit of September. October will be booked out, though, so yeah, don't yeah. do any scary ones, please. He's <laughs> <laughs> already got a horrible list for me. Yeah. We should still got whittled down, but yeah. You might be able to do a few viewers' choices yeah, on that. Perhaps, yeah. So thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.